0: Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I am a digital nomad, passionate traveler, serial rambler, and big dreamer with a purpose to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people like you on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to help you and your business. Remember, content is king and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, hey everyone. I feel like I haven't recorded an episode in ages because I had a week off, but you know, it's just because I had a week off and I was organized and I had things ready to go. And I really enjoyed uh, a break. It made me um, refocus, reshift. There's still things that I want to like, I guess, Uh, prioritize and, and work out in my business, you know, what's the next steps, but it is always nice to just like shut your brain off from business all the time. So it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. And on my own personal branding page, I've come back with a little bit more of a new look and feel and different content. And I'm just really excited to create, to create that content. Anyway, so as the chat, the title suggests, I want to talk about, cause I've noticed this has come up a lot looking at the wrong metrics on Instagram, but this can sort of be used across all content channels, um, mainly social media, but sort of just what are the numbers telling you and why the surface level stuff isn't always an indication of your success. And yes, of course, um, we want followers to get more, um, to reach more people. But if they're not, it depends on what your goals are for your business or for your brand. But essentially I'm assuming as a business owner, you want to help people make money. And you know, that that's kind of a key indicator of whether your marketing is working right. But um, we can look at all different stuff and that's what I'm going to talk about. And a lot of the times I think we're looking at this vanity when Really, marketing is made up not just of those numbers, but also of this uh, quantitative data and your network, the concept of who you know, not what you know, and I think it's just a combination of the two. So I want to go through um, why obviously measuring is important, the types of metrics on Instagram and these kind of filter through across different platforms. Uh, what if, if you don't like the numbers, what should you be looking at? Of course, you, you need to look at the numbers, but what's the story behind those? And then what you should do next. So let's dive in and talk about measuring your content. But why, I, I don't really know if I need to explain to you why measuring is important. I've done a couple of art, uh, blog articles, uh, podcast episodes and blog articles on measurement. And um, I thought I wanted to bring this up because I'm just noticing When you are not looking at the metrics from different angles, often it's telling you a different story and you're holding that to your worth. And really, there are going to be times where you create to get content out and to reach people. You know, as Gary Vee says, you just got to create, you don't know what's going to land. And then there's times where you're just like really focusing in on that really quality content. And there's no right or wrong to do it, but it's just looking at what feels good for you, what your audience likes, and what season of your business you're at. There's always going to be different times. There's going to be times where you're just really creation mode, doing, doing, doing. And then there's going to be times where you're just like, you know, maybe drawing on your network. Maybe you're showing up less in your content. You're still consistent. You're still showing up. And consistent doesn't mean showing up every day. It just means showing up for your audience so they know you're there. And really, it's just reflecting on what part of... What are your goals? Like, what are you working towards? And that's where the metrics come in. And that's where the measurements come in. Because if there are times where you're noticing clients are coming from your network, then why are you going to spend all this time on social media? So it's just seeing seasons of your business. And there's always going to be different times where you focus your energy on different areas. And that's why having goals, having a purpose and a clear vision and really mapping out But we're now in quarter four what do you what do you want to achieve by now in the end of the year and how can your content channels help you get to that point or how can elements of your marketing help you get to that point of where you want to be and yeah i just think you need to reflect on that and you know sometimes we're just going through the motions but we don't take the time to reflect and see what is actually working and this is what the numbers will tell you and that is why it's important so you're not wasting your time like wasting your time showing up on a channel that maybe you hate, you don't really love, and is not actually providing you any benefit. And, and where can you then look at it and go, okay, well, if I'm not really enjoying showing up on Facebook and I'm creating different content between Instagram and Facebook, how can I make that similar and less effort for me? It's always about like putting in the effort and then seeing where you can spread that out. I just did a repurposing guide or shout out to Shannon who helped me build this for the membership because I think we forget to repurpose our content in various streams and then seeing where it resonates. It's okay if it doesn't work, then you know. And that's why they say like, you know, engineers love failure because then they know that that doesn't work and they can move on to something else. You need to get into the mindset of trying something and then if it doesn't work, that's a good thing because you know that doesn't work and you can move on. And that's what it's all about, test, trialing, and measuring. And that's a really key thing that I've learned in 2021 is it is okay to try something and it doesn't work. That is okay. And we shouldn't hold our worth to that. So that's why measurement's important. I've got some articles or some podcast episodes I'll put in the show notes that talk about measurement as well. If you, if you really want to learn more about its benefits and I'm sure, you know, like it doesn't matter what area of business you're in, you know that measuring and, and, you know, seeing the outcomes is really powerful. So then I want to dive into the types of metrics on Instagram that we want to like as a whole, what I look at, and then I really want to focus in what is, the most important one, right? Or what What are the elements you really want to look at? So first we've got reach and reach is the account you've reached, right? The, the total number of people who have seen your content. So that's your reach. You can on Instagram, through Instagram reels, through IGTV, you can actually reach and, and hashtags, of course, you can reach further than your audience, right? You can reach further than the people that follow you. That's why hashtags are important. That's why doing Instagram reels is important. And having this like multifaceted approach to your content marketing is important because even within Instagram, there's many different elements that you can choose and use. And that's what test trialing and measuring those is important and seeing like what phases of your business uh, you are at. I have a podcast interview coming out next week around uh, selling on Instagram and the guest, the amazing Claudia, spoke about this um, utilizing different features of Instagram, depending when you're launching, if you're in pre-launch phase, you know, where you're at. So you might use Instagram Reels in a pre-launch phase, but maybe not when you're launching something. So make sure you listen to that next week. I think it'll be really valuable. Content interactions makes up your likes, your comments, you know. So this is the vanity, right? This is where you see. But if instead of looking at likes and comments, you look at this as one whole and then you can kind of see, um, you know, the a whole picture of engagement. And this is where you can get your engagement rate. And engagement rate is important because then you know if people are actually vibing your content, but it goes deeper than just a like and a comment, right? But to get your engagement rate, you take your comment interactions, you divide it by the number of followers and you times it by a hundred. Now they say the average is 3%. I've noticed that I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it should be higher than that, but anyway, that's fine. So Looking at your content interactions, but then looking at the saves and the shares, right? Looking at how many people are sharing your content, saving your content. But what I'm gonna talk about in a second is actually the call to action around the content is what makes your content successful. So then you've got follows, people following you, but just like from a quantitative perspective, looking at who is following you and not just the number, right? Because they might not be aligned people. And this is why it's always encouraged that you unfollow people that are following you or delete people that are following you that maybe aren't aligned because then your engagement rate is going to go down. They're not going to see your content. They're not going to engage with it. Going down deeper and looking at your audience. Who are they? Where are they from? What times do they? are they most active? What days are they most active? You can look at all that in Instagram. You can look at it all. Then we go to impressions. Now impressions is the number of times your content is displayed no matter if it's clicked on or not. So that's the difference between reach and impressions. So you'll get a number and generally it will be higher than the reach. You've got profile visits, so the amount of times people click on your profile, and then you've got website clicks, right? Now, what I want you to understand with Instagram, there is multiple different steps people have to take to get to your website. You can't put links in your feed content now we can do links in stories, which is exciting if you have it, if you've got the sticker. But you think about when you ask people to click on the link in their bio, they don't have to go to your profile. Maybe they get distracted and then they don't click on your website. You might have a link tree in your bio. So then they go to the link tree. Then they have to go to your website. So how can you minimize those steps, right? Of course, with Instagram, it's very hard. With Facebook, you can pop a link straight in. LinkedIn, you can pop a link straight in. Any chance you have to put a link to your website, do it because you'll get a higher chance of someone clicking through to your website. Instagram's a little bit harder. So maybe you've got a lot of profile visits. Look at the profile visits to website clicks, right? If we look at the average landing page to conversion, say it, the average is 2%, right? Um, similar concept in a way. Um, maybe we allow for a little bit higher. Maybe we want it around 5 to 10%. So compare that to, and see if it's really low, your profile visits to website clicks, because it's essentially people are coming to a landing page and then clicking through. So you need to give yourself, um, you, you really need to start looking at the website clicks, but then looking at the interaction from that post. What are you asking people to do in your content on Instagram? Are you asking them to save? Are you asking them to share? Are you asking them to comment? Are you asking them to go to the link in your bio? And that's how you look at each piece of content and see if it served its purpose. Because if you're asking people to save all the time and not go to your website and your website clicks a low, well, that's why, right? Because you're not asking people to do anything. It takes time for people to take action. So you don't just say it once and then leave it. You have to continually put in some form of engagement. Maybe the post, you don't have anything in your website that relates that post. So ask them to do something with your content and then evaluate each piece of content based on that. You can do it monthly. You can do it weekly. You can look at it as a whole spread um, on the month and see, you know, when you go into Instagram, click on the content. You can go through to website clicks and then you go, okay, well, this one got website clicks. Did I ask for website clicks? This one got saved, saved posts. Did I ask for saves? And just evaluating it from there. And that's how it can really tell the story. But a lot of times you want to look at the percentages and the averages because you might have actually a high average. And I know sometimes that doesn't convert to sales, but it's like, okay, If people are going to my profile but not clicking through, what can I do on my profile to get more clicks? Can I have a stronger call to action in my bio? Can I have some highlights of how to work with me and maybe people just start to know like and trust me a little bit more by looking at my highlights? Like evaluate your whole whole profile if you're getting lots of profile visits and not website clicks. What can you do? Make little changes and then test and measure that. But then, of course, looking at the average with the website clicks to profile visits and is it... Higher than 2%. And especially, and the same with your engagement rate. We can't compare likes, comments to profile clicks and website clicks. Like, people going to a website is the ultimate goal of you being on social media if you're a business and you want to make sales. Like, what is your call to action and your purpose from each piece of content and is it being reached rather than just likes? Like, you might have a small amount of likes, but someone like the people saved that post or they went to your profile or they went to your website. And that was the objective of that piece of content. So it's like looking at the whole story, looking at the whole picture of that piece of content, not just the fact that it didn't get lots of likes. But of course, that's why you need to know your purpose around showing up on social media, creating content and having goals around that. And it might not be numeric right now because you might be starting out. But you start to measure this content down and then compare it month on month, compare it year on year. Because then you have a benchmark. You need a benchmark to see if what's working, what's not. And then you look at the averages. You you Google search. You know, it's interesting. I've had calls with people like, oh, I feel like my email rates like aren't very high. They're, you know, got a 40% open rate. I'm like, What? Like the average is 15 to 25. I think we have an unrealistic idea of what is deemed successful and good. Of course, we want people to buy from us and to, you know, um, work with us. But you're not going to be, maybe you're starting out in business. It might not be feasible for you to be selling a really high ticket offer on your Instagram. Maybe you just promote your freebie, build your email list up, build trust and then start selling. We need to remember that things take time and we've got exponential growth. And we know how much I love exponential growth, but it's true. You need to be realistic about what Instagram is going to give you. Maybe it's a network. Maybe you're going to get a network and you're going to build that network through the DMs. You're going to have calls with them on Zoom. Like converting someone on Instagram might look different than you think. It might not look like, oh, yep, someone clicks on my website, buys my course, done. They might message you on Instagram organize a Zoom call. That person then might connect you with someone else and then they buy from you, right? So looking at the big picture and not just going like, okay, what is the actual sales I'm getting from Instagram? It's like, what is the purpose of me using this social media channel? Is it to build a network? Is it to sell my mini course? Is it to build my email list? It doesn't always have to be to sell my high ticket coaching. And that's why I'm always, you know, when we look at launching and, and launch plans, like, Sometimes it might not make sense for you to launch a high ticket offer on your Instagram. Maybe you do it on your email list. Maybe you do it with the people you know in your network and sell you know through conversation. We don't have to always do it directly through a post on Instagram or a story. There's other ways you can market and and use your content to promote your business. That's why I love email marketing. Uh, just to give you context on my membership I actually sold oh my god there's a huge crow at my window you know how much I hate you I hate birds and they know it and they I thought it was a cat that's how big it is anyway through my membership I sold more through my email list than I did anywhere else so that's why it's really important to nurture that email list and start growing that and using channels like social media to convert people to emails email list because that's an that's a small test step for someone to take if they don't know you, right? But maybe if they've just started following you and buying like a high ticket coaching offer isn't feasible for them. Maybe they want to join your freebie or if you've got like a tripwire offer or a low end offer. And that's why we need to look at like the different funnels of products we have in our business. And that's a whole other, you know, concept. But that's why I'm like looking at the data and the metrics and looking at the whole picture. And that's why I want to go into what if you don't like numbers, of course note them down and look at what the story is behind it, right? You just have to note those numbers down and then you can look at it from a quantitative perspective. But also look at quantitative data. Like what does your inbox look like? Who are you connecting with? Have you had like heaps of collaboration calls? Are you doing lives on other people's pages? Like don't just look at, oh, the fact that I've had X amount of likes on my post this month. It's like deeper. you got to look at the quantitative data as well. Look at how you're growing in your business from a networking perspective. What connections are you making? How are you helping out? Like maybe you connect with someone they ask to go live with you and then you open yourself up to a new audience. Maybe you do a workshop for someone and you open yourself up to a new audience. Like honestly, the thing that I think's worked the best in my business is creating connection with people for the sake of creating connection. Not and I've taught I've done a whole podcast episode on connection marketing and and not even doing it from a sake of like I'm gonna get something out of this. It's like I am just a social person and I like to collaborate and connect with others. And if you're not so social, you know you choose a smaller group. Like if you're a little bit introverted, you connect with a small amount of people. Whereas I'm like a big scale. Like I love talking to lots of people. But just know yourself. And this quantitative data and looking at your content is like, how did you feel when you posted that? Did you feel like it? Maybe one person messaged you and said, wow, I really connected with that piece. So that's why knowing the purpose of each piece of content is really important because then you can see what the success of it is, right? You you can look at the metrics from a different perspective rather than just vanity. If your purpose behind that piece of content was to share a really vulnerable story and to connect and you had people message you, amazing. Like I did a podcast and uh, episode interview with the amazing Leticia Andrak uh, from Essential Shift and I've had messages about that and I was creating content on another person's platform and those messages were so lovely and amazing and I've also had people reach out and be like, i heard what you said, I've been meaning to like reach out to you in a while and it just pushed me further to, you know, I want to work with you but I just like was waiting for the right opportunity and hearing you on the podcast of someone else's podcast opened up an opportunity. I didn't do that podcast for that reason. I did that podcast to share my story, to share my message. And we've done podcast episodes on storytelling and you know how much I love it. So just thinking about how creating those pieces of content feel for you. And if it feels forced, revisit, have a think and, and think of a bigger purpose of why you're creating that piece of content and as I said you're going to have different seasons in your business you're going to have seasons in your business where you just want to create and get things out there and share like share the journey and then there's going to be times where you maybe do longer pieces of content that are deeper and more vulnerable like check in with where you're at and then make sure you look at the metrics that tell a story as I said if you're saying like oh I didn't get many profile visits from this piece of content like did you ask for profile visits did you well website clicks like did you ask for that It's being really realistic about it and that's why going a little bit deeper each month and each quarter and setting time aside is really important because that's when you can start looking at the metrics and see the story they're telling, not just like, okay, this post got X amount of likes, X amount of saves, X amount of website clicks. It's like, okay, why? How? Like asking the questions and letting them tell the story because each piece of content will and and each quote-unquote success of each content or each metrics of the content Will tell you a story and how things are working with your audience, and and maybe you see something, someone posts something, and then you try and it doesn't work for you. Like, okay, why? Like asking the questions because that's when the story will come out. And then the last thing is like, what's next? Okay, what do I do now? Step one. Set some time aside each month to go through these metrics. You know, make it your plan. If you if you do like a CEO day. Put in your CEO day. Just start noting things down. You'll get better at analyzing the metrics. Trust me, like analytical for me, we have a love-hate relationship. It's probably not my strength, but I love the story behind the data. So that's why I like looking at it. But at the start, I was so overwhelmed by it, like completely and utterly overwhelmed. And I worked in marketing. So like, come on, guys, like I, I get it, you know. So just start noting things down and then start learning from t- like over time. Look at your Google Analytics as well. If look at there's a, there's a really amazing um, measurement on Google Analytics, and it's called acquisition, um, and it'll tell you where your audience came from. My data's been telling me my audience actually comes from organic search, so I need to focus more on going back over my blogs, seeing where I can add you know call to actions in the blogs that are relative to my newsletter. Um, I need to go and then looking at socials and looking at the platforms where most of my traffic is coming from. Okay, cool. You know, there's going to be moments where traffic is going to come from different areas. And then that's when you can see, okay, what areas do I want to focus on? Okay, maybe I'm getting a lot of traffic from Pinterest. So my strategy is working. So do I want to ramp it up? Or do I want to stay? Do I want to stay how it is? Instagram seems to be a bit low. And I actually feel like I'm creating more content on Instagram, and I'm getting less traffic to my website. Okay, do I need to put that back a bit. Do I need to look at what I create? Look at what happened when I had lots of traffic to my Instagram? What was I doing in that period of time? What was happening? And that's why looking at each month and saying, okay, like for me, a lot of traffic come from my website, from Instagram in March. And that was when I was sharing my health journey. That was when I was sharing about me. So that's why I was like, okay, well, that's why my personal brand makes more sense to share about my journey and my life. And then content queen can be about the content that's when you can make these decisions when you're actually looking at the numbers you don't know unless you're looking right and then you test trial and measure and give it time if you think of a strategy for your content and you do it for 30 days okay i'm going to show up x amount of days on social media this is what i'm going to talk about on this day i'm going to trial that for three months i'm going to see how that works i'm going to maybe review it each month see if i can make little tweaks and changes but don't like always get into this um, process of thinking you have to change things all the time it's just like giving it time to work giving it time to settle in for your audience to get used to you creating that type of content and then evaluate and have conversations like talk to people don't just look at the metrics like have conversations you know can you do market research we had an amazing podcast episode last week about market research can you schedule some calls with people and just ask or you know when people comment on your stuff and say oh, they love this can you ask some questions about it learn more in your DMs, ask people what they actually like. Like, don't be afraid. Just have conversations. It's it's not that you're trying to sell to them. You're just like, I want to know what you like, what's working. Always have those conversations and be open to having those conversations. And really, to answer this question of this title, it's uh, stop looking at the wrong metrics on Instagram. It's like the vanity. The But if that's the goal of your content, great. But what I want you to get out of this is What is the goal of my piece of content? And am I reaching it from a metrics perspective? And then you'll be looking at the right metrics. Then you'll be looking at the right things on Instagram. Then you feel better about what you're creating. And then when you have energy in your content, it shows, right? It absolutely shows. And if you love creating like heaps and heaps of content, it gives you lots and lots of energy and your audience sees that, it shows. If you're forcing it, it shows. So I just want you to... Give, give the metrics an opportunity to tell you a story and not just look at it from a numbers perspective. And that's what I think is the biggest thing I want you to take away from this and just get into some form of habit of looking at the right metrics for the pieces of content that you're creating and the seasons of business that you're in, because there's going to be times where maybe you want to boost up your followers. There's going to be times where maybe you want more website clicks because you're promoting something. There's, there's going to be different seasons and knowing those purposes and, and that purpose and those times of when you want different metrics to work for you is really important. And we're in Q to, Q4, so make sure you spend some time looking at the last quarter, looking at the last month and setting some goals for the next three months. What, what do you want to achieve by the end of the year? It doesn't have to be massive. I think for us, I want to build our email list. I want to start on Pinterest and relaunch the membership And there's some background things I want to do with my own personal brand and things like that, but like, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So it it all takes time But be a content queen or King. And remember that developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends You can do this by adding to your Insta stories and tagging us at content queen Mariah, or just simply tell them about it. I would love that. I would also really love if you could rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. I'm pretty sure it's just Apple, but please just take five seconds to leave a quick little review. I would honestly, it would mean the world to me if there's one thing that I would just love from you is that. Follow me on Instagram. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about in the future. If you have any burning questions, like my inbox is always open. I am, I love a chat. Like honestly, I could chat for days, so make sure you connect and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.